Hi, Pat the Podcast Editor here. In today's episode, Dan and Lloyd talk about capacity planners and how to use them to maximise time efficiency, whether you're a one-man band or a multi-million pound corporate business. So capacity planning allows you to actually work out the exact time you have in your business. Traditionally, it's used for big businesses. I've found it crazily useful in our business that isn't doesn't have 500 people. We'll also hear about the structure of Lloyd's own personal capacity tracker and what it can do for you. We do it, uh, sounds old school when I say it, Excel spreadsheet. Each person that you have within your business has a little square for every day. And that little square gets color-coded towards different projects or clients. So set your learning brain to maximum capacity and let's get stuck in. This is episode 94 of the Business Anchors podcast. We're just a couple of business anchors. Welcome to the Business Anchors Podcast. This jingle is slightly too long. This jingle is slightly too long. What on earth is capacity planning, Lloyd? It sounds really, really boring. Well, you're right, Dan, it is. That's why I'm talking about it. <laughs> um, why is it always you that talks about the boring episodes? No, it's it's not boring. It's useful. We were just saying, actually, before before coming on air, I've always wanted to say that, um, that some of our more, inverted commas, boring episodes like this, where it's more practical mm. stuff, have done really well. Like, we got half a million views on TikTok for our tax yeah. planning one. I recently got 100,000 views on my Insta Reel about tax planning. Yeah. And big numbers like that really mean so much, don't they, Dan? <laughs> it means that we are brilliant people. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? We're reaching mm. some of the yeah. more boring episodes. Yeah. Reach. Got no money in the bank. Unhappy, <laughs> but half a million. So, we've got an all right business as well, Lloyd. Yeah. No, only joking. We're happy and, and making money. Um, so, so yeah, to go back to the question, what is the yeah, capacity sorry. planning? Sorry. 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 I was trying here. to make it less boring by not talking about it. Um, <laughs> right. No, no. It, I, I find this really interesting. So, you won't. Um, <laughs> So it's basically working out uh, <laughs> if you have the resources you need to do the work in your business. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Bloody hell. Calm down, guys. No, so stop so cheering. Give give context. So so someone, if they're listening, they can think, oh, I have okay. that problem and that will help cool. with that. Okay, two people. You've got Clive. Clive works on his own um, and he makes uh, grips for squash rackets. Okay. Okay. Um, Clive is getting really busy and he's taking on all the, he's getting all these people saying, can you do this by Friday, Clive? Can you do this this month? And he's going, yeah, I think so. But he, he doesn't really know how, if he's got enough time to do all this work. So he's letting people down. He doesn't need to, he doesn't know if he needs to contact Tim to come and help him out next week. Mm -hmm. Um, cause he has no idea if he has enough time. Okay. okay. So just one person and they'll and it can cause issues like you don't have enough time to invest in your own business because you don't know how much time you've got. You can let down people. Um, not do as good a job with the quality of what you're doing. So capacity planning allows you to actually work out the exact time you have in your business. And if you have any spare time or if you need to find people. Another thing, so outside of Clive, could be a business like ours. So you might have um, a department with eight people in it and uh, you're taking on new work but you obviously need to know uh, you've got customers saying when can that work be done by um, you know if we if we sign on the dotted line today and say yeah we want to work with you will that be done by the end of July um, 
and you, you've got another department saying, can you do this work internally for the business uh, in the next two weeks? If you don't know the capacity you have in that department, you can't make any of these decisions. Or you can, but normally you muck them all up. I'm glad you shared that as a second example, because I don't know how many squash racket repairers we yeah. have listening to the podcast. Well, other than Clive. <laughs> You're welcome. But it could, like, uh, you know, all anchors listening, any type of business yeah. that delivers a product think, or service service is it mainly service based business i guess no no both because you can have you can have a factory of people making products and you mm. need a capacity plan mm. so capacity planning traditionally is used in bigger businesses where there'll be people that have 500 people you know working for a big company manufacturing stuff selling stuff and they need to to know if they have the capacity in their team or in their separate teams or if they need to move workload around so traditionally it's used for Big businesses, mm. I've found it crazily useful in our business that isn't doesn't have five hundred people. Something I've realised over the years mm -hmm. to do with this is that the smaller businesses that act like bigger businesses stand out from their competitors. And yes, and we've only learnt this because we never used to think like a big business. Yes, but now looking at some of our competitors and the way they're, uh, you know, that we've been working uh, for long, we've been liking, working longer than them and we've learned this, I can see us standing apart yeah. from them because we're having these processes and these things in place. I so. completely agree. And I think that I had a moment where I realised uh, when our business was turning over something like £250,000 a year um, and our accountant said, it kept asking us like, oh, do you, do you have anything like this? And they were trying to help us. And we, we had all of these things in place and eventually they said, you, uh, the way, the process you have in place around your finances and forecasting and stuff are in line with the companies that are making between sort of three and 10 million a year. Mm. Um, and that was one of the moments I realized actually the reason why we're managing to improve our business so much and achieve what we're achieving is because we're, we are using things that bigger businesses use before we need them. And that's how we're stepping up. I think that's a really good point. So that's why I'm saying if you are Clive and, and obviously, that's a really random business. But if you are a freelancer, if, you, mm. if you're just working on your own, this is still useful. Or if you've got a team that you're managing of, it could be two people, it could be you and another, or it could be a team of 20 people, or it could be you're managing, you're an operation, if you're an operations director and that kind of thing, you probably know about this stuff, but it's also for, I've got 200 people. Um, right. Good stuff. Sorry, guys. I was going to ask you, second mm. thing. When did you realise that we needed to do capacity planning? Because was there like an aha moment? So I didn't realise. <laughs> and then dad said, what you need <laughs> is a capacity planner. So I think it was when the business was still just you and I, mm. and we were having these sort of conversations. I think you being the sales side of the business was probably saying to me, I've got this new new client that wants to yeah. sign up to do this thing. They They really need it done by next month. Can we do it? And in reality, most businesses have no way other than th than just going, oh, can I do it? <laughs> well, that's to, what we used to do. To work <laughs> out if they can or they can't uh, commit to yeah? that. Yeah. And most of it's like, probably be all right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Or potentially, oh, I don't know. Oh, it's a bit worrying. Just say no. Both, <laughs> both of those uh, are negative. So, um, and dad, having worked with bigger mm. um, businesses and corporations, mainly in manufacturing, you use this a lot um and introduce it to us and at first first i was like oh that's quite cool didn't overly use it for the next couple of years and then when we started building our team out uh realized how useful it was but it was yeah so it was a peak when it was just me and you dan starting out the business mm. 
a peak of activity when it was like, oh, God, do we have time to do this? I don't mm. know. And that's when it became useful. So this will be useful for pretty much anyone that runs a business that is looking to yeah. run it more effectively. And, yeah. uh, and I guess it's also better managing the expectations of your potential clients because when they're yeah. saying, when can you do this? You actually have an accurate way of telling them, oh, looking yeah. at our capacity, we can yeah. do it then. Well, if you know how, many, how much resource you have left mm. um, in uh, any period of time, you know that either, oh, we've got, so say I've got, I'm just on my own. I've got 30 days in this month. You might look at it and say, oh, I've got 10 days spare. So you know that you've got 10 days this month to take on new client work mm. of up to 10 days to invest in your own business or have a holiday mm. or a mixture of any of those mm. things. Um, or the other way, you look at it and go, oh my God, I've, I've got 30 days in this month and I've just mapped out the capacity and I've got 42 days work. Mm. And then it highlights that you need, you need to take action because that's not physically possible. And I would say at that point, don't just say, oh, I'll have to work hard mm. because that's absolutely mental, fitting 42 days in 30. It's saying, okay, right, I need to communicate with this client to say uh, in advance mm. to say, really sorry, we're really working hard on this for you, but it's going to be seven days late. Um, or, right, I need to get extra help, extra resource, outsource some stuff to to do that. And and actually thinking further ahead, if I've got 40 days work in 30 days, um, am I too cheap? And I'm just, this is why loads of people want to work with me. Or actually, am I just doing well and I need to hire someone else? And I feel take like those this, sort of this has been a game changer from our business. This isn't something I manage, this is what you manage. But mm. from an outsider's perspective, it's been amazing to see how we can plan more effectively in advance. Like yeah. you've just mentioned, knowing that if we've got extra time available, how could we allocate that to use it as effectively as possible to help grow our business? And also times when, when we've had meetings like, crap, we're literally like a month of extra yeah. time we need and we haven't got enough resource. Let's hire people or let's, you know. Exactly. And, and again, in the last couple of episodes, we've spoken about... Um, planning ahead and forecasting things so you know if you need to hire people and that kind of thing but with this capacity planning we managed to in uh at the beginning of april or maybe the end of march we managed to see that in june we would definitely need uh an extra video editor so if you that's think mental when you what think a great it. tool that that's what two two and a half months in advance we saw a problem at two and a half months out there and knew we needed to hire someone and gave us two and a half months to do that so we've we've got that we've hired that person before june they're already within the business they're being trained up before we need them and that's exactly what this is for basically yeah. Hi highlighting either issues or opportunities um where you can use your time or you haven't got enough time and and before we dive into the practical sort of steps and tips for how people can implement this, can you explain what kind of form this comes in? Because people think a capacity planner, what is that? Is yeah. it a, something on a bit of paper? Yeah. Is it a, what is it? So there may be far better ways of doing this, but I can tell you- I like your honesty. The way, yeah, the, I, I'm, I'm always open to learning. So I'd be interested to hear perhaps bigger corporations that do have the 500 people have software that does this really well. But- We've got the way that we do it and we've got the way that I've seen some other businesses do it. So um, we do it, uh, sounds old school when I say it, Excel spreadsheet. Oh. Uh, but it could be a Google sheet if uh, you want to sound a bit cooler. <laughs> um, 
But quite simply, each person that you have within your business has a little square for every day. (laughs) And that little square gets color-coded towards different projects or clients, and you can work out, are there any... This sounds really, like, simple. (laughs) Are there any empty squares? (laughs) Do they need more to do? Or... Or, Are there too many squares? (laughs) We've got to sort this out. They need less to do. And it sounds so simple. But obviously, so I'm now, I have this for about uh, 12 people. And so it's, Mm. it's I find this really fun. It's like, oh, this person's got too many squares. Let's move, you know, and then you go, oh, that project, uh, actually that person can work on that as well. And they've got five squares available. Um, And... The way you should look at it, first thing I put in is holidays. So each person might have annual leave or bank holidays. Fill those squares up because if you don't think about that, you're not going to have a time. And what colour are those squares, Lloyd? For me, they're black. (laughs) Um, Then you have a different colour for each client or each project, depending on the sort of work you're doing. Have that colour code somewhere that you Mm. can see. And, um, And then, very importantly... If all of your squares are filled up with client work, you're shit. No, you're not. You're not <laughs> shit. But um, I would see that as a big problem unless you, unless that person's in a very specific role. Um, nearly everyone needs time, sort of admin time. So there's things that don't come under a particular project or, or client, and people will need time to do. So we have yellow squares for admin. Um, and everyone will need at least one day a month, but depending on your business or what you do, they might need one day a week to to do that kind of in-house stuff that needs doing that isn't attributed to a certain client. But also our green squares are very important. My, my green squares. So 25% of the capacity in our business as a maximum, but we're usually quite close to 25% mm-hmm. are green squares. And that is the... Um, effort that we put in the days that our team put in to uh, our own business and our own marketing and each month we have a monthly management meeting where i come up with a plan for how we can best allocate that up to 25 percent time of our team's Mm. time towards marketing and then present that to lloyd and say this is the plan this is what we're going to do do you know what i think will be crazily helpful for listeners so many people whether you've got a small business or you're working a bigger business and managing a department or something like that people are like oh we we got so much client work we don't we never get around to doing this good stuff we want to do to improve our business or improve what we're doing if you put those green squares in in advance it's impossible uh, to say we're working on our own business we're marketing our own business you then highlight that you haven't got enough time and then you do something about it Mm. rather than every month getting to the end of the month go we haven't had time to do it again um and i think that will be so useful with blocking out that time saying no, we definitely are using that time for our own business. We're not taking on more work. So you may have a manager or the owner of a business or saying you need to take on this client work. That gives you what you need, the information you need to go back to them and say, actually, Timmy, mm. don't know why Timmy, <laughs> we can't take that on. Look, we, we've got these projects on. We've got this time allocated to improve our mm. business or market our own business, which is really important. Um, so we've got, we can't take that on. So another department needs to take it on or we need to delay that project or we need to hire someone new. I think that is Mm. really a really useful tool for people to make sure you're improving your own business. So Sandra, the freelance social media manager. Yeah. 
who is looking to implement some kind of capacity planning model yeah. to do all this great stuff that we've spoken about. Mm -hmm. What are, what's the process you should go through mm -hmm. or what tips have you got for Sandra or Clive? The so, so Sandra, Clive, Timmy, whoever you are. And, <laughs> and to be honest, even if you've got any other name, that's fine. <laughs> Firstly, so there was another example of how to do it. So oh, okay, e either fine. you'll be setting up that spreadsheet and it can be really simple names at the top, whether it's one name or 20 um, and 30 squares for the month. Um, or some businesses that are much more, uh, you know, this can't be if you're working from home or anything, but in a location, they'll actually have a big like whiteboard where they'll have colored mm. like magnets that go on it and you can move mm. them around and that sort of thing. If you want a more physical thing, people can see in a physical physical location nice. um so e either way you need to set up the people and the amount of squares um so that's step one step one do some squares <laughs> um i guess also lloyd just to yeah. give a bit more help i'm sure there must be templates and models online that's like why google I'm, capacity that's why i'm planner. saying I, I there's probably there's not probably there definitely is uh, a template or just make and probably a better way of doing it. But this, you can hopefully picture simply in your head how this works by me saying mm. this. Um, and once you, you do that, you want to put, you want to color code absolutely everything, anything you or your team are spending time on, make sure it has a, a color and put the next three months work that you know that you have to do in there. And don't, don't sort of go, oh, no, God, that's not going to fit. I better not put that admin time in. That defeats the whole point of this. Put everything in and don't worry about if it's saying you need 60 days in a month. That's what we want this to do, to highlight where you need more time. Um, so put all of that in, see where you are at the moment. And this will either highlight to you, why are we, we've only got 12 days of work and we're taking a month to do it this is our normal sort of workload like what's mm. and that then shows you the, the opportunity um hang on we're, we're clearly not working as efficiently as we can we could probably make double the amount of money we are in our business if people had 24 days to do 30 days of work rather than 12 this again is highlighting a massive mistake we made early on when, mm. when we were much more naive and inexperienced we used to get a project and not track how much time it took us to deliver it. Mm -hmm. We would just do it until it was done. And then that's not an effective way of growing a business. Now yeah. we plan a certain amount of days and resource allocation to a project. We do it and track how long it actually took and then learn from that and figure out, oh, maybe we under or over egged that and then make the changes accordingly. And we can, we also, in our weekly meeting, we keep our yeah. team accountable to say, oh, why is this taking an extra day yeah. or three days? Yeah, we ha now we have even more processes in place. Like you're saying, every single week we're tracking if we've taken those extra days or we've got days free and we can adapt over time. Mm. So you can improve on this. Setting it up is one thing. This will be improving throughout the time that you're working. Right. So you'll either see that you've got those days, that's opportunity there. Your business could be making more money or you could be working less, basically. Win-win. Um, Win-win. <laughs> Um, or the other side, which you'll see, we've got too much going on and you can kind of, this is a great tool. If you've got a manager or someone higher up that you believe is giving you or your team too much work to do, and it's not physically possible, it might be hard to approach that. If you have this and you say, look, I'm really worried about this workload. And now that I've used a capacity planner, I can see we've got 20% more work than our, our team can physically do in the time that we pay for them to work here. 
that's uh, that's the other way this could go and again really useful for you to see i've just realized this could be really useful for an employee of a company yeah. like like you were just sort of saying or mm. hinting to that if you're a marketer marketer working for a brand that feels like you're burning out and you've got mm -hmm. too much on you could literally look at your work the next month set it out in the days and and see like oh i've got you know, 20 days of work I'm supposed to do, and this is 40 days, and you could present that to your manager and say, yeah. this clearly is too much for me to deliver. Yeah. Rather than just uh, exactly. actual businesses. And, and because you're showing the actual information, it's not your opinion. You're not saying, mm. I believe this is too much for me mm. to do. You're saying, you've given me work that takes this amount of time. I don't, I don't have 40 days in a month. Mm. Um, and yeah, can help the whole business improve, hopefully. Cool. Um, but yeah, so so you do your little squares, stick everything in, color coded. <laughs> yeah, um, sounds mental. And the the next point is uh, you really need to stick to it um, or track any extra days or the days you didn't spend on things. So there's no point doing this and then be like, oh yeah, uh, that client project I was supposed to spend five days on did fifteen, but you know that's the way things go. I think if, if that happens, you need to track it and then say, well, I'm never going to sell that sort of project to a client for five days if it's going to take 15. So triple ne the next price. month when I sell it, I need to be putting 15 days in there. Mm. Be realistic. Don't just kid yourself and be like, well, I did put five mm. days, but it's taking 15 because then you'll never be improving, basically. Also, another thing I've sort of seen from afar, when things change, it's important to change swap things out as well in the current month yeah. so if a project gets delayed move mm -hmm. another project forward that's supposed to be started exactly next month. it's really quick to see how that can work how you can use the time and resources as efficiently as possible um and please if you need time off put it in there because otherwise mm -hmm. it won't happen if you're either like a, a business person working on your own or with a small team and you're like god oh, never have any time off put it in there and it will happen if you follow all of this um, because you'll then go, oh, well, if I want my week off, I need to f to to find someone to do this, this five days of work. Mm -hmm. And then you can actually do it rather than than get there and think, oh, no, what's what's going on? Um, yeah, and th that's as simple as it is, really. It's putting the stuff in, understanding if you have a problem that you need to uh, either you have a problem or an opportunity and how you um, do that. So you could be moving squares to someone else. Mm. Or you could be outsourcing so that you have a new column for freelancer mm. and the squares go into their days. Um, or like we said, the opportunity, you start filling that opportunity with new client projects or investing in your own business, marketing your own business. And we can't emphasize enough how powerful this process and it is because we've learned from mm. not doing it well to now doing it. You know, we've, we've still got things to learn, but mm. it's made a huge difference to our business. This isn't just one of those things that we're saying, yeah, do this extra random thing that's not mm -hmm. useful. This has been incredibly useful for to help us grow, hasn't it, Lloyd? A massive benefit for your people and your business, I think, is you can get to a point where you know that you're not, hopefully if you've got everything right, you're not overstretching people. Because if if I see that someone has 40 days work to fit into this the next month, we're going to be firstly talking with that person and saying, looks like you're going to be really busy so we need to do something about this but i think over time if you're taking those actions to make sure i know there's peaks and troughs so everyone has busy weeks busy months where it's like cool our whole team have been busy this has been hectic hasn't it but not to an extent where you're overloading people 
consistently over a long period of time because that will make people leave that will make people stressed that will make people not want to work for you so i think that's something that i think is really important that i can see oh no taylor is really busy this month so we need to take some of that workload off him somehow otherwise if we give him two months of work to do every month at some point he's going to go well this is shit and i don't want to do this anymore please never do that taylor <laughs> um wow that was really interesting good i hope the listeners think it was you can tell i find it interesting but um because i'm boring <laughs> sometimes that's not a good judge that was really good and uh yeah I, I mean next week's episode we've got something a bit more fun looking mm. at some of the lies you've been told in marketing so it's, it's probably less sort of lloyd boring yeah. and more fun Dan? So if you're here for boring Lloyd, skip next week. <laughs> if you're here for fun Dan, listen to next week's episode. But honestly, if you do enjoy these episodes, we I, I we, we speak about this quite a lot. We've noticed mm. uh, an increase recently in people messaging us, posting about the podcast and sharing links to the episodes. And um, we really do appreciate that. So yeah, if you really um, enjoy this, please do share it and post about it and tell other people. And yeah, it helps more people listen to it yeah please do it. we really want to grow this help as many people as we can and we want to have more people listen to the podcast that's good for us as well mm. win 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 so yeah we'll Re-wins. see you in your ears see you in your ears next week bye bye, bye.